right work. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to this week's episode of Outside the Arena. I'm Griffin Senek, joined by my co-host, Devin Bernstein. And we're back once again this week. A lot to talk about. A lot of bad stuff has happened in the NFL since we last filmed, specifically on the night of. And I think we're just going to jump right into it, Devin. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, literally a, a scene out of a horror movie comes running out with the American flag to Thunderstruck. I think every Jets fan in the world was like literally like had chills i had chills and then the most predictable unpredictable thing ever happens four plays in he tears his achilles out for the season although you know you hear him saying all this stuff like oh i'm gonna try to make the fastest recovery possible it's he's not playing again we this season i think he'll come back next season uh but obviously a huge blow for the jets who you know they got four plays and uh, then it's right back to zach wilson so um you know obviously they they had a kind of a that, that game was a movie where, where Pats removed that. They just got blown out by Dallas, obviously. But just bigger picture, um, obviously, it feels like, you know, Rodgers to the Jets was probably the most hyped up, I feel like, transaction in, like, sports history almost at this point. Like, I can't think of anything that, like, that is like, had the whole sports world just kind of all watching. Um, your thoughts, obviously, on the injury, but also just how it impacts the Jets going forward. Yeah, I mean, obviously, just – brutal luck here for you as a Jets fan for just Rodgers for everyone for Zach Wilson um, <laughs> but like I mean it just sucks because we watched this team last year and it was like what if they could have a quarterback and now it's like we're just back to square one like if I was Robert Sala I would have such a tough time you know really being like coaching at my best like it it's just tough because this team now has to do everything perfectly. Whereas with Rodgers, it just felt like everything was going to come so easily to them. And yeah, no, I mean, they don't, they, you know, they can get to nine or 10 wins with that defense and playing hard. And Garrett Wilson is just a freaking beast. Um, He seems to make a play every week, but like, they're not going to win. They're not going to really contend this year without Rodgers. Unfortunately, Um, they can, you know, they could maybe win nine, 10 games, but you know, like we saw against the Cowboys. I mean, they're the best defense in the league probably right now, but like Wilson just didn't look like a starter really. So it's just kind of like, it just seems over right now. Yeah. It's uh, it sucks. I mean, it, as a Jets fan, obviously, but just, I think a lot of people were excited about it. I think, you know, the Jets are just such a franchise that, um, you know, cursed is probably one of the right words to describe, but just, you know, they, the, a lot of, you know, suffering and just like kind of losing seasons. And I think this was the year where you have all this hope and then it's, you know, just kind of ruined in four plays. And, you know, like that looking back at week one, like the fact that they rallied and won that game and it just shows that, you know, this defense is super, super good. It's, uh, you know, one of the best units in the NFL right up there with, you know, the best of the best. But yeah, like you said, there's very low margin for error with Zach Wilson at QB. And uh, we saw that this past weekend against Dallas. Dallas, you know, if that defense is not playing good and, and offenses are finding success, the, the Jets are screwed at the end of the day. Like, you know, Zach Wilson, I do think, you know, I, I think he's looked a little better than maybe in the past. And I think, you know, it's a tough situation because, you know, this offense was built around Rodgers and him, you know, reading plays at the line, calling audibles, doing all this. And now it's like totally different situation, obviously, with Wilson. 
Um, I do think they just got to kind of let the kid air it out a little bit, though. I think at this point, like, you almost got nothing to lose. Um, you know, you got to just kind of go for it, I think, with him rather than, you know, I'm sick of watching these, like, check downs and just kind of, like, slants and, like, it's like, like no quarterback in the NFL is going to look great if you're scared to, like, throw it deep or just take some chances. Um, so I'd like that. Obviously, though, a, a huge issue right now for the Jets and probably the biggest issue, even if Rodgers was playing, is the offensive line. I mean, it's been terrible. I mean, the these just guys, are, they're not doing their job. And, uh, you know, there was that was a concern coming into the year. And it's, uh, you know, Robert Salas said it, I think, on one of the hard knocks. Like, it doesn't matter who we have at quarterback. It doesn't matter how good our defense is. If the big boys up front aren't getting it done, then we're not going to be a good team. So, you know, that's kind of how it's been. I feel like the first two games even. I mean, the Bills game was pretty ugly too. Um, but, yeah, huge blow for the Jets, obviously. And, uh, you know, sucks to see. But, like we said, you know, that defense – could keep them in the playoff push, but you know it's unlikely they seriously compete at this point with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, moving on to uh, week two, um, you know, maybe you know the slate was not bad. There were some good games in there. Um, you know, I think we'll talk about a few and then kind of just jump right to week three. First one I want to start off with is a we're going to talk about both AFC North matchups. Ravens Bengals the first one and this Bengals team Devin it's just not been a good start oh and two we've seen it happen before they had that uh I don't know if it was was it last year they started oh and two or the year before maybe they started oh and two was, and then they went 12 and it was four. last year I believe yeah so um, they've been here before um but it's definitely not a comfortable sign seeing you know the guy you just paid 275 million I think to uh really kind of struggle these first two weeks Jamar Chase kind of been a non-factor out there uh, Ravens look good. Lamar playing well. Mark Andrews is back. They're a little banged up, though. Your thoughts on this game and kind of, you know, are you concerned at all about the Bengals? Yeah, um, I'm much more worried than I was last year. I remember last year being like, I'm very not worried about the Bengals when they were 0-2. Um, but this year, I can't say I'm in the same, same position. I mean, Burrow either is hurt or he's regressed and I don't know which one is worse. Um, and Zach Taylor is definitely kind of lost the rhythm he found last year and has become really predictable again, it seems. Um, I've seen some ugly stats about like how much they run it on first and 10 and second and long and how obvious it is. And, you know, it's just not a good sign when, you know, you're running the ball and, <laughs> all these crowded boxes. And then it's just like Burrow doesn't seem a hundred percent. They're not really doing him any favors and he's so good. He generally doesn't need it, but it seems like right now he does. So I guess maybe he just plays through it. Maybe he gets better. I, I don't really know. Um, I don't know what I would do if I was the Bengals. I don't know if I would sit in him. Obviously they know more about the injury than I do, but you know, it's hard to say what the right move is here. So I'm absolutely worried about them and, about the Ravens, I mean, they're injured already. They're already kind of behind the eight ball here. And, you know, a lot of winning a Super Bowl has to do with injury luck, and maybe they can get healthy at, at the right time. But, you know, that's not in their favor. But outside of that, I mean, things look really good. This offense looks just like, you know, I mean, Lamar didn't look incredible against the Texans, which wasn't great, but he looked pretty good against the Bengals, I would say. And once he got Mark Andrews back, you got, you still have Zay Flowers involved. Odell got hurt, but 
you know, you expect him to at least be somewhat of a contribute contributor. I still believe in Rashad Bateman and he's the clear fourth target here. So, you know, I think there's a lot to go around and this defense has been really good. So I'm pretty high on the Ravens as long as they can stay somewhat healthy. Yeah, I mean, the Ravens have shown out. They've played well so far. Obviously, you know, week one against Houston, I feel like, you know, a lot of people expected them to win that game. But, um, you know, big test in the division right away. And, you know, they won the game. It was, you know, a close one. But Ravens seemed to be in, in control for the majority of this game. It didn't really feel like I mean, it was a close game at the end of the day, though, a three-point game. Um, yeah, I, I like what you said. Like, this offense looks comfortable. Um, I guess I think Odell left with an injury in this one, but it seems like he's okay. Um, but, like, he's, you know, I don't know. He, I, it's Odell's past his prime. I think it's pretty clear at this point. But if he yeah. can be a contributor um, to guys like Zay Flowers, who, you know, looks amazing so far. Mark Andrews, obviously, you know, offense looked a lot better with him in there. Um, and the one thing with the Ravens is, like, I just don't know. I, I'm just not sure I'm sold on them yet as, like, a Super Bowl contender. I just don't know if they're over that hump yet. They haven't been the last few years. They've been kind of, you know, an elite team, a really good regular season team. And then in the playoffs, they haven't been able to get it done. Um, I think this year they have the potential. I think their receiver core is as good as it's been since Lamar Jackson's been there. And like you said, it's kind of just about health. Like this is a team that already is banged up. They have bad injury history. So if it kind of keeps, you know, projecting downwards with injuries, you know, it's probably going to be a a tough situation for them, but if they are able to get healthy, um, you know, maybe they can kind of, kind of change the tide in terms of the Bengals. Um, yeah, it seems like Burrow's dealing with some ca- the calf injury still. It says, you know, he said he kind of re-aggravated it. Um, looking ahead at their schedule, they play the Rams this week, Titans, and then Cardinals. So I think if there's any time to kind of take it easy with Burrow, the Rams are, you know, we'll talk about them later. The Rams are the Rams are rolling. The boy Puka Nakua, who <laughs> I was week one, I was like, who the hell is this guy? And uh Clearly, he he took that personally. I'm probably a picture of me is probably hanging in his locker room somewhere, just like fuck this kid. Like I'm gonna have the greatest rookie season in history. So, Puka, I got you, my boy, with the inspiration. Um, Russ 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 East is still looking for that pick. He'll get it though. That was a total tangent, but um, yeah, the Bengals. You know, if there is a time to sit Joe Burrow, um, you know they do a primetime game this week. But at the end of the day, this is probably the time to do it. Get him healthy. Um, but at the same time, they're Owen too. So you can't really afford to play around. If you, especially in this AFC that is so loaded, uh, you know, you start Owen three, you're, you're kind of, kind of getting a little sketchy, especially in a really good division like the AFC North. So for them, you know, Burrow has to be better, but at the same time, the defense, you know, a little worrisome as well. They haven't been playing their best football. So, uh, you know, we'll see. Owen two though, two divisional games is not the way the Cincinnati Bengals wanted to start the season. Absolutely. All right, moving ahead to another game from week two. Um, you know, staying in the AFC, let's talk Chargers-Titans. Um, it just seems like the Chargers, man. This team is – it's like – I don't even know how to describe it. It's just they love losing almost. Like, they find the most interesting <laughs> way. It's like the New York Mets of the NFL maybe at this point. Like, they got all the pieces. It's like, oh, my God, they're going to do it this year. And it's like find the most depressing way to lose a, week, a game each week. I mean, they've – they're on a what three game bender now doing this last year in the playoffs against Jacksonville oh, yeah. for week one against the Dolphins and now week two oh, wow. against Tennessee. So Brandon Staley, shout out that guy knows how to lose games. <laughs> um, he should be fired oh, probably yeah. immediately. Um, I think he's probably gone even if they 
even if they win the Super Bowl somehow, I feel like that guy should be gone with all the games they've been losing. Um, Herbert looks good. I mean, Eckler's out. Keenan looked really good. It's just defensively, I feel like this team is – that's just where they're struggling. Defensively, on they've got all these names. you got the Derwin James, Joey Bosa, um, but they just have not figured it out defensively whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, like – what what does Brandon Staley do here, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, he, I think he gets a lot of crap for the analytics and the going for it. And, you know, maybe I'm biased because I like the analytics and I like when teams go for it, you know, depending on the certain situation. I think sometimes he's a bit of an idiot. But <laughs> if we just forget all of that for a second, what does he really do here? Because... Right. I mean, he looked like he built this great defense in L.A. with Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald and Von Miller. And now it's like he has this really talented defense, but he still can't really do anything creative. He kind of, you know, got a little a little innovative last year, which gave me some false hope. But I really (laughs) he looks just outmatched from a, you know, schematic planning standpoint and it just sets them back defensively and then offensively they're ultimately fine but it's like you know there's just like a little like something missing it feels like like to be quite an elite offense like I I don't know why this popped in my head but like even the Jaguars like I just feel like I even though they had a bit of a tough weekend we'll get into that later um but you know I just would probably take the Jaguars offense, for example, over the Chargers, even like I, I just think Herbert, like I don't it's maybe it's the receivers, like they just don't seem that like explosive. Although Keenan Allen had a good week. They had a good week this week. I don't really know why I'm slandering them, but they just <laughs> there is a little something missing there. Um, so I I mean they and then now they're 0-2 and they're in a must-win game against another team in a must-win game against the Vikings. So it's like this gets really serious really fast. Um for a team that, like you said, has the talent to win the Super Bowl. So it's this is a big game for them coming up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was even like, you know, I I bring up Joey Bosa, Derwin James, but like I forgot this team's got like Khalil Mack, who, you know, is probably past his prime at this point. But, you know, they've got JC Jackson, Asante Samuel in the secondary. Like there's all these names. It's like kind of crazy that they just haven't figured it out. And um, yeah, I mean, the offense, like you bring it up, like honestly, like, Justin Herbert, man, like as good as he is, yeah. has not shown he can win the big game whatsoever. And that's the only thing that I think he's missing. He, like you look at all the big games, you look at that week 18 game against the Raiders. They they lost that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at the playoffs last year and, and, you know, I'm not blaming him for all of it. Obviously, he's not the one calling the play, dictating the pace. But at the same time, like Pat Mahomes is Pat Mahomes for a reason. I'm not saying he hasn't had, you know, collapses the 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 Bengals game I think two years ago in the AFC championship was probably one of the worst collapses of his career but I just I don't know I haven't seen Justin Herbert win the big game sure you know he's led game winning drives had those moments but when it really matters he's still missing that and that's the only thing we have to see obviously you know in college at Oregon they were winning but like they weren't ever like that great like they weren't never like seriously seriously competing I don't know I'm not trying to do uh hate on Herbert. He's obviously one of the most talented and, and uh, you know, best quarterbacks in the league. But at the end of the day, to win in this league, you kind of got to have that clutch gene. And we have yet to see it from him. So I'm not saying that 
you know, against the, the Tennessee Titans in week two that, you know, he needed that. But at the end of the day, like we saw what Ryan Tannehill looked like against the Saints and, uh, you know, he went 20 for 24 passing against the Chargers. So that just cannot happen for any team trying to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I mean, there's not too much to say about the Titans. We kind of know who they are, but like, yeah. I mean, Tannehill, this was good to see him not, you know, perform terribly, um, yeah. whether it was, you know, the Chargers defense. I mean, you know, you have a horrible game against the Saints defense. You know, you better fight better the next week against a, a worse defense. But, um, I, you know, the running game, it got going and this defense is pretty stout and they they're well coached all that. So, again, they're they're very Patriots Steelers esque. Yeah. Like we know who they are and they're pretty like solid. But it's just like in the AFC you know, even winning one playoff game just seems like a huge long shot, even if they make it, which also seems like a pretty big long shot as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like you said, Titans kind of just a, a gritty team that, uh, you know, will be able to play close with anyone in the league, but at the same time, like you said, probably not on that Super Bowl level. They're also kind of in the, the process of a rebuild, it feels like, or at least a, a changing of the guard. So, right. um, you know, good for them. They're always staying competitive. Um, I think I got two more games I want to talk about, both in the AFC. You brought it up just now, Chiefs-Jaguars. Um, really rough game offensively for the Jags. Only nine points coming off that week one performance against the Colts. Definitely a bit of a letdown. Um, Christian Kirk, though, 11 for 110. He showed he's he's still in that offense. Ridley held to only two catches. And on the flip side of the ball, Chiefs, Pat Mahomes, 305 yards passing, two touchdowns. We saw the return of Kelsey. Seemed like he was still not 100%, only four catches. Did have a touchdown, however. Um, I don't know. A interesting game, rematch of the uh, divisional round last year. Your thoughts on kind of the state of the Chiefs? Obviously, uh, you know, they don't look very great offensively, to be honest, so far early in the season. You worried about them at all? Obviously, we've talked about their their kind of, you know, weakness at wide receiver now, it feels like. So uh, your thoughts on the Chiefs and also the Jags? I know you talked about them earlier, but, um, you know, is this a, a concerning performance to you at all? Or what's your kind of vibe? Yeah, I mean, like, no. I mean, Kelsey didn't play, like, quite his full load of snaps. And, like, Tony looked like at least not the worst receiver in NFL <laughs> history this week. Um, So, well, he's I got think a toe he'll be fine. Now. I got to throw that out there. He, he's hurt he already? He did not practice oh, okay. today. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But, um, yeah. I mean, I think this offense will be fine. That said, that being said, they do play the Bears this week, so that makes my take makes me a little bit even more confident in my take there. Um, but it was like this was just kind of a disappointing game. Like I was expecting like at least high twenties, um, competitive game. I mean, I have Ridley in a couple leagues. I have Kelsey in a couple leagues, so a bit disappointing from that standpoint. But just you know, forgetting that, like, it was just weird to see these two potent offenses and, you know, at, I mean, Chris Jones kind of wrecked the game for the Jaguars, which isn't a huge surprise, but, um, you know, it, it was just weird to just see these offenses. Like, like I keep coming back to it, but like what happened? I don't really know. Ridley had two catches on like eight targets. Kelsey wasn't himself. And like the Chiefs kind of spread the ball around, but no one is really distinguishing themselves yet as another key weapon, which is, I guess, fine if they spread the ball around, but you 
you need someone who's like a clear NFL starter, at least besides. <laughs> so I'd like to see that be established. And I think that will just because that's such a low baseline, but you know, I'm like maybe five to 10% worried about the chiefs offense, I guess. Yeah. I'm definitely a little concerned. I mean, I don't know. I just, it, it's tough to say, like, obviously Juju, like, I don't think anyone considers Juju like an elite receiver, but like he was a guy who you could at least like trust and was in there. And, um, you know, he's had amazing seasons and now they're just kind of rolling with like Sky Moore who like, yeah, he's, he shows some flashes, looks good. MVS, like obviously Kadarius Tony, you know, Rasheed Rice looks pretty good so far. Um, But yeah, I just don't, it's concerning. I, I just don't know offensively if they really do have the weapons, but it's Pat Mahomes at the end of the day, and you got Travis Kelsey still there and Chris Jones is back. So it's just like, how can you doubt the Chiefs? I'm not too concerned. This team is still the Chiefs. They're still going to win, you know, upwards of 12 games, probably be the number one seed in the AFC. Um, but it is a little concerning. I would just like to see – I think it would just be more fun, too, with Mahomes. Like, I don't want to – I want to watch – that's what was so fun when they had Tyree Kill. It's like him throwing all these bombs and, like, Reek running all over the place and – you know, Pat Mahomes deserves that guy. Like, look at all the other quarterbacks, you know. John, I Obviously, has Kelsey, so he has his number one weapon. Like, imagine Pat Mahomes and, like, the Cincinnati Bengals offense with those weapons with, like, Jamar and T. Higgins. And, oh, my God. Like, it's just like, oh, he deserves it. We need it. The Chiefs need a straight gold with one of these receivers. But, um, yeah, I'm not too maybe concerned a, about them. Yeah. Maybe a Mike Evans. I, yeah, I that, yeah, but the Bucks are playing good, man. It doesn't look like the Bucks I mean, are playing guess, well. Yeah, I guess um, you know it seems like he's gone at the end of the year, but you know maybe he signs in the offseason. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Jaguars wise, um, real quick, like I don't know. I'm I'm I think Trevor um, has kind of been a little disappointing so far. He hasn't looked great compared to where he left off at the end of last season. Um, you know, he's kind of been a slow starter in terms of the seasons so far in his NFL career. It yeah. seems like he's kind of always come on more in the second half. So hopefully that's the case. And, you know, he's not taking a step back um, because obviously he was on a really, really good trajectory. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think this team still offensively, I think this is kind of just a a tough game for them, um, you know, with these weapons. I think it's honestly encouraging to see Christian Kirk go out and perform like that. Like, you know, he did many times last year. Evan Ingram looks really good. Like offensively, they've got weapons in Jacksonville. So this team, I still believe that they're going to have a big breakout at some point this season and kind of just become one of those, you know, elite offenses in the NFL. They have all the pieces to do so. So a bit of a letdown, like you said, though, you know, you kind of wish it was a a shootout like these teams potentially, you know, can, you know, both these teams can score at a moment's notice. So yeah, is what it is, is what it is. Uh, Moving on to the final game of week two and a bit of a sad one, obviously the Browns, falling to the Steelers, but Nick Chubb suffering a gruesome knee injury out for the season. You know, you don't want to think it's a career ender, but, you know, some people, it seems like, you know, there's a a bit of a fear that he's never going to be the same. This is the second time he's basically blown up this knee. Um, Huge loss for the Browns. And obviously, I mean, you can touch on his impact, but also in this game, Deshaun Watson looked horrible. I mean, I think he had three turnovers. Um, felt like he was fumbling basically every time someone touched him. Um, you know, he did make some throws in this game, uh, you know, that were good to Amari, Elijah Moore to the sideline that just kind of were, you know, tight coverage to where Elijah, you know, couldn't stay in bounds. Um, but I'm definitely concerned about Deshaun. 
Obviously, the Browns' defenses look sensational. Your thoughts on on you know Chubb going down, but also Watson just really looking like you know a bottom five quarterback. It almost feels like in the NFL right now. Yeah, I mean we've we've talked about this. I mean this Browns' defense is legit. This receiving core is at the very least good, and this line is at the very least very good. So. It all comes back to the quarterback, and he's just not not living up to it right now, um, which you know isn't isn't a good thing to see. You know this great team wasted, but you know ultimately, just Watson doesn't seem like you know. I mean, you see glimpses of it. You know, he'll you know escape pressure one play. You know, one during one play, and then he'll make a stupid throw or a miss a missed read or something like that, and then. We saw the face masks, masks, and then the the ref. It was like just like a little, little weird. He just like looks like he's just like maybe a little step slower, and you know, I mean, one of this one of these things we're learning is sometimes a change of environment isn't necessarily a good thing, even if it's to a good situation. And you know, he just it worked in Houston, and for whatever reason, it really isn't working here, and it just. It just doesn't seem like it's coming back, and I can't say I'm mad about it, but, you know, it is, you know, maybe it's a time to give DTR a look, but, I mean, he's just being paid so much money that that's crazy. You can't do that, so... I don't I don't even know what you do, and Stefanski might get fired for this, so he probably will, actually, now that I think about it, so... yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that sucks for him. And then quickly on the Chubb injury, obviously just brutal. And he, he's just such a good player. But, I mean, I think they're still going to be able to run the ball well. I think Ford is, a you know, at least a quality starter. I think he's he reminds me a lot of, like, you know, Jamal Williams, um, maybe with some more receiving upside and some more, like, he showed some speed that I didn't really know he had, I was unfamiliar with. Um but yeah, no, I think they'll be fine without Chubb, but obviously, you know, it doesn't help and, you know, just sucks for him. And I hope he can get back because he was really just such a fun guy to watch. So consistent year in, year out. And I hope I get to see him be at, back at that level again. Yeah, it sucks. And I think, you know, it's like, you don't want to say he was due, but at the end of the day, like he's been a pretty healthy player in his NFL yeah. career. Um, obviously, like I mentioned earlier, he, you know, blew up his knee at Georgia. Um, but you know, he's been relatively healthy and it sucks. Cause I feel like this was the first year where he's really been widely considered like almost consensuously as like the top running back in the game. Like, I think everyone kind of agreed on that. He was looking really good. Literally when he went down, I'm thinking in my head, yeah, like it's actually weird. Nick Chubb doesn't really get hurt. I was about to say it to my friends that I was watching the game. And then all of a sudden I see he grabs the knee and I'm like, Oh my God. Um, devastating loss for the Browns. I mean, their offense is built around Nick Chubb. Like you said, you know, Jerome Ford, they bring in Kareem Hunt, which I think is a good move. He's comfortable in that offense, knows the offense, uh, you know, knows the people in that building. So, you know, familiarity is always a good thing. Um, so I think those guys can get the job done, but it's in, almost impossible to be, have as much of an impact as Nick Chubb. Um, but at the end of the day, this team's going to go as far as the quarterback goes. That's the NFL at the end of the day. We're seeing it with the Jets right now. They just got bounced by 20 points because Zach Wilson isn't good enough. Um, and Deshaun, did, you know, this was – the Steelers basically 
I mean, their offense sucks. I mean, I'll, I'll be flat out. The Steelers, this Steelers team, not going anywhere. They're not good. Um, but at the end of the day, the Browns team right now doesn't look like they're going to be able to go anywhere if Deshaun can't get it going. Um, I mean, yeah, like you said, Stefanski, he's gone. If if they don't make the playoffs this year or, like, look – and it, it, I don't even know. If, even if they make the playoffs, he could get fired, honestly. Like, yeah. this is a huge – they, you know, the Haslam family, the owners of the Browns, they took a huge risk with Watson with all the – the personal stuff, all the picks they had to give up, and the fact that it's not even, you know, it looks like Josh Dobbs, who they just cut, probably could yeah. be doing a better job at this point than yeah. Deshaun. I mean, it's like, and you're paying this guy like 50 M's, like, oh my God. A disaster. I mean, it was, it seemed like it was probably going to be a disaster when they made the trade. You know, if he gets, if he's, he's got to figure it out. I mean, I, like you said, like, do they look, I, I can't, I feel like, the fans has got to know that his future is tied in with Watson. So he's not going to move away from Watson because the second he does, it's like, all right, buddy, like <laughs> you screwed this up. You're yeah. gone. Even if, even if DTR is like comes out throwing 500 yards and like seven tutties or something like, <laughs> like uh, gone. you're gone. Like, yeah, you, you got a $45 million problem on the payroll now because of you. So, um, you know, I don't think we'll see DTR at all this year unless Deshaun goes down, um, which, Maybe they come up with some elaborate plan to just fake an injury at some point if it's really oh, going boy. south. Um, but yeah, I mean, a, a nightmare, nightmare game for Watson. Obviously, this gives the Steelers defense credit. It is a top five defense, you know, a really, really good defensive unit. Um, but Deshaun hasn't looked good since he's been back. So I can't point to this game and say, oh, you know, it's only because the defense was really good. He just hasn't looked like that guy. So it's going to need to turn it around because, uh, you know, he's got probably some of the most scrutiny in the NFL, obviously because of all the off-field stuff. Um, but if he's not playing well, I mean, it's just only going to get worse. And, you know, I feel for Browns fans because, you know, most of them didn't want this guy to come in in the first place. They didn't want to trade all these picks, pay this guy all this money with the, all the off-field stuff. And they've got such a good team that's like literally – it's like the Jets. But I honestly think – the Browns roster might be more talented. And I think it probably is. I think it's deeper. I think you look at the O line, that's a huge O-line, advantage to the Browns. Like, and it's just the quarterback, man. Like it's all the quarterback at the end of the day. And oh, I, I feel for uh, I mean, it's like my two teams, and it's like it's just one good quarterback, please. Not Deshaun. <laughs> not Deshaun. Deshaun's not good. Um <laughs> sorry. That was a bit of a a tangent, but yeah, rough, rough game right. to say the least for Deshaun. Um, real quick, all right. real quick, who's your best running back in the league? I was having this debate. I I was I want to hear your take. Chubb, Chubb, okay. I'd say Chubb pre-injury. I would say have said Nick Chubb. Yeah. Um, okay. Number two, like Raleigh CMC. I would say. Yeah, you know, he's kind of been going – he's been doing really well in San Francisco. Um, I mean, Derek's still up there. Eckler, I think, you know, he's super unique. You got to keep him in the mix. Bijan, you know, quickly oh, might yeah. be in that conversation. Yeah, but I would have said pre-injury, I would have said Chubb for sure. What about you? Yeah, I don't – there's a lot of guys you could throw out there. Um, yeah. You don't have to spend too much time on this. But just uh, – yeah, there's a lot of guys, Bijan, even a Taylor, a, a Saquon yeah. if he's healthy. Jacobs last year was at that level. You know, I'm hoping he can get back to that. You know, this year he hasn't looked quite as good, but, you know, I'm not super worried about that. But I probably – maybe I go Bijan. I, I don't know. Wow. 
Yeah, I, 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 I you're, love you're drinking the Bijan Kool Aid. I, I, weeks. yeah, no, Bichon, <laughs> yeah, he, he just, well, I mean, he just looks so much, so explosive and, and so hard to tackle. And that running, I, I mean, maybe it's that line and, you know, Arthur Smith's definitely a good run, running, you know, running game coach, but yeah, but I, maybe I go Bijan. I don't know. That's a tough debate, though. Interesting. Interesting. Um, all right. Well, moving on along with the programming to week three of the NFL. Um, you know, we're filming on Wednesday, so obviously some injury is going to be still up in the air. But the game tomorrow, one thing we know for sure, Saquon Barkley will be out, suffered an injury late in that Arizona game. Um, you know, Giants, <laughs> it was looking real dire. It was looking like the season was going to be uh, canceled. And Danny Dimes found a way, made some plays. Um, that said, though, I think this is going to be a, a Niners blowout. Um, I think I picked them in my survival. No, I don't know if I did pick them. I might have picked the Cowboys in the survival. Who did the Cowboys put the Cardinals? So I think I picked them. But um, Fan Fran looks good. I mean, a, a bit of a close one against L.A., but I think L.A. is actually like a pretty, pretty good team. Um surprisingly enough but yeah i think just the niners they do everything too well that d-line it could, could could give trouble and the weapons on offense debo had a rushing touchdown last week which was good to see so um i just think the niners are just too good at this point i really don't see them losing many games this season at all so i don't think the giants without saquon are going to go into san fran on the thursday night and win this game yeah um i there's not too much else to say um I think Ayuk is like a is questionable or maybe yeah. a game time decision, same thing. But um, this defense is just so good. I mean, you saw even a real veteran quarterback who was playing with you know a known you know elite wide receiver in Puka Nakua. <laughs> you know, no. even even they could were struggling a bit. But you know, in all seriousness, this was a well prepared offense, and they still couldn't you know quite keep up with this Niners offense you know especially having to face that Niners defense and that's that's what it is with the Niners is it's both sides of the ball are almost dominant in a way right now and that's why they've looked like probably the best team so far if not the Cowboys um and the Giants have just looked mediocre at at the absolute best so I'm gonna go with the Niners here pretty easily as well all right, moving on. Falcons at Lions. Uh, Falcons are two and zero now, so they've come out playing well. Beat the Packers in a really close game. So um, that was your, I believe, that was your division pre- predict. You predicted them to win the division, right? Yeah. Um, so that pick's looking pretty good as of now. Uh, Lions. Amon Ross, St. Brown, uh, questionable. It looks like he'll be David Montgomery probably out. Um, so a little banged up on offense. What do you think? Is your uh, your top RB gonna pull through and get the W three and for the Falcons? What do you think? Um, this game is in Detroit, right? Yeah, it's in Detroit. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions, but I think if Amon Ra doesn't play, I would go with the Falcons, and that's a bit of a bit of a pushover move by me. I'll admit <laughs> it, but um, I think this is a really close matchup here. I think this team's these are teams that kind of want to do a similar thing. Um, they're both, I think, you know, trying to run the ball. They both, you know, their strength, their offense is their line. Um, and then, you know, I think this comes down to, you know, who do you trust more in the passing game? And I would probably say the Lions between golf. I trust him slightly more than Ritter as a passer. 
And I probably trust Amon Ross St. Brown more than I trust any of these receivers or in theory, I trust all of these receivers to be great, but you know, on the field, we don't see them do too much. So um, I w- I'll go with the lines here, but I could definitely see it going either way. Yeah. I mean, tough loss for the lines last week against the Seahawks. Um, I feel like they'll bounce back though. Um, I'm going to go lions. I think this is a team that's, you know, still really good. Um, you know, Jared Goff, he threw the pick. I mean, it was the, I feel like that was just, everyone knew that shit was coming. They were, uh, they were calling. I mean, I, I every drive, every, every step, every, him. yeah, it's like, it's enough is enough at the end of the day with that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think they'll bounce back offensively. I'm excited to see, we should get some more Jameer Gibbs this week, which I think is going to be fun, explosive on that offense, which could use a little burst. Um, Sam Laporta's look good. I don't know. I feel like this is just Lions, Dan Campbell. He didn't want to lose back-to-back. And, you know, in terms of the Falcons, you know, the Lions can kind of, you know, flip the switch, start scoring pretty quickly. And we haven't really seen Desmond Ritter. He threw the ball a little bit last week. But, you know, they're a team that likes to play at usually slower pace. So if they do have to get kind of caught in a fast-paced game, which I could see happening, um, I don't think that necessarily favors them. So I'll go with the Lions. Um, Moving on, Chargers-Vikes, like you mentioned earlier, Dev. Two own two teams, kind of you know you don't want to say season on the line this early, but zero three is like you know tough yeah. to come back from. Um, you know, can the Chargers make it four horrible losses in the row? And probably you know we see some deaths in the San Diego, or I mean, I guess they don't really have any fans in LA at this yeah, point. That's, <laughs> but, that's a good thing. Um, once, yeah, it's good, honestly good. Yeah, that no one else is feeling the pain. People can just enjoy the comedic effect of these losses. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah. What are you thinking in this one? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Chargers um, just because I I do see this as an almost season on the line game. And I I think the Chargers are a bit more serious than the Vikings. Um, Just defensively, the Vikings are so lacking talent wise. It's going to be tough. We saw it, you know, last week we saw. A Caleb Evans, I think his name is, get torched twice by Devontae Smith. And, um, you know, their defense just isn't good. So I, I think, you know, with the Chargers, it's like, well, they have the talent, but it's not, you know, producing well. But the Vikings, it's like there's no I don't even see a world where their defense could be good. So I just think because I believe in the Chargers more, they're going to get the win here. But again, it could go either way. But, you know, at 0-2, it's like, how many more losses can you really have and make the playoffs in the AFC especially? So, you know, get ready, Brandon Staley, because you your seat is hot. Okay? Yeah. I'll tell you it's, that. It's it's piping. I mean, him and, yeah. him and Stefanski, I feel like, have got to be the two probably hottest 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 seats on the, uh, the stove. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Chargers, like you said, which – probably guarantees a, a 30-0 Vikings blowout. Right. Um, so Jettis uh, might go over 300 in this game, yeah. though, honestly. Like, yeah. Shit. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with the, the Chargers, though, like you said. like I mean, we've talked about them a lot, but this is a super talented team. Backs against the wall. Um, you know, it's now it's kind of now or never in week three for them. So, yeah, uh, I'm going to keep it short. Chargers, I like. Saints-Packers, next game we'll talk about. Um, you know, the Saints are, are 2-0, I believe, now. Um, probably the ugliest 2-0 in NFL history. Um, they've pretty much looked abysmal. Um, Green Bay, tough loss last week. 
I'll go. I'm going to go Saints. I don't know. It's just one of these weird teams, man. I think they like just are going to squeak out all these wins somehow. Um, you know, Michael Thomas looked all right last week. Um, you know, Jamal Williams is going to be out. So I don't even know why I'm picking this team. It's just one of those things that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Seems like Aaron Jones might be out again, which I think would be hurt. You know, AJ Dillon, he's a solid player, but he's not Aaron Jones. And, you know, maybe Christian Watson back. I don't really know. Um, Derek Carr is definitely going to throw like three picks. So this is just, this could be an ugly game. I don't know. Kind of a weird gut feeling that something weird happens and Derek Carr goes into Lambo and comes out three and out. I don't know. Kind of just a gut feeling. Yeah. I mean, you know, the more you're talking about it, the, the more crazy Saints 3-0 sounds to me, <laughs> so I can't pick them. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm going to go with the Packers. I also picked them to win the division, so a 1-2 and two star wouldn't be great for that. Um, just I think they're just a little bit more talented. I honestly think Love might be better than Carr, and I think their line is much better. They're able to run the ball, and the Saints really can't. And one thing you can really say about the Packers is you can run the ball on them, but the Saints can't run the ball at all, and they don't even have <laughs> hey, Jamal Williams. Or Tony Alvin. Jones Jr., baby. He's getting in there, getting a little – maybe it's a Taysom Hill week. Maybe it's a Taysom Hill week. But, I mean, I have to start Tony Jones Jr. in a fantasy <laughs> league. So. so let's go. Tony Jones, is the, the express is coming through, baby. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I just don't think this is a great matchup for the saints. Um, if you're looking, I don't even know what like the line is on this, but I'm assuming it's going to be pretty close, but this is a Packers first home game. I would, I would pretty easily take the Packers here actually. So if, if you're looking at any, any bets this week, anyone out there, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the Packers. Um, anyone out there. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Um, definitely the smarter choice. I would not go betting the Saints. I agree with Devin here, even though I am going to take him here. Um, next game, AFC South Texans, Jags, CJ Stroud. He's looked, uh, really good. And this, this Texans yeah. offense, I mean, we've shit on these weapons. Tank Dell had a big game. Nico Collins has looked really good. Like they kind of got some juice in, in Houston. Good for, for CJ Stroud. I, I, you know, looks like he's, you know, I think I saw something on their Ohio state account that, I think he, he threw for like 384 yards this week. And that was like, I guess, the most ever thrown by an Ohio State quarterback in NFL history, which is pretty crazy. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of a little alarming about how Ohio State QBs tend to do in the NFL. But, um, yeah, he looks good. Um, bounce back, though, for the Jags kind of feels inevitable. But what are you thinking? Yeah, I, I would say the same thing, but impressed by Stroud for sure. I mean, like, we shit on the weapons and they've been better than we thought, yeah. but you know, you have to get the ball to them and they're certainly not world beaters. You know, <laughs> even, if, even if they are, you know, productive, I don't think anyone is, you know, worried about Nico Collins or tank Dell in the way that people are worried about like an AJ Brown or, you know, yeah. whatever it doesn't, you know, you it's, know. it's ne- not about Nico's winning got the rap. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> 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 but you know, it's, it's, you know, that's not necessarily what the Texans are about this year, but yeah. what is unfortunate is they gave away their own first round pick. So, you know, they're not going to have the chance to draft like a Marvin Harrison Jr. or Brock Bowers. And I, yeah, I see you're smiling. I think, you know, I'm assuming, you know, that they like, like chose to not give up the Browns first round pick, right? Like one of the dumber moves, you know, 
But maybe they see the sign with Deshaun, bro. Deshaun is honestly so bad that maybe the Browns maybe, go one and two. Maybe they might they, never yeah, win maybe again. They really like, do. Deshaun, I don't know if they ever win with Deshaun again. I mean, who knows at this point? It was bad. <laughs> yeah, and they would know Deshaun better than anyone. So uh, yeah, maybe the, maybe we're gonna look back and uh, I forget who there is. It um, it's that guy from New England still, but their GM, right? There, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe he's pulled a fast one on us. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go Jags here. We talked about you know them already in the program, but uh, you know, good offense. Trevor Lawrence, a, a stud, and uh, Ridley, I think will will probably feast on this Houston secondary that doesn't really have many playmakers. Um, Broncos, Dolphins, the next game on the agenda. Um, Tua, man, two and zero. He's looked really good. This Dolphins offense, really good. Um, Denver, on the other hand, 0-2, um, you know, Russ has honestly looked all right. I, I, you know, he's not been terrible. Um, giving up 35 to the commanders I don't think is ever a good sign, but uh, alas. But, yeah, that's it. I'm going to go with Dolphins again. I mean, I, I, I've never been that high on the Broncos to begin with, and I think this Dolphins team, I mean, you kind of hated on him, Dev, and, and Tua's – maybe he's got your face. You know, Puka yeah. has my face in his locker. Yeah. Tua's got yours right in there, and – He's, these guys are shoving it down our throats early on in the season, yeah. not to get a little crazy with it. But, um, yeah, he's looked good. So I'm going to go Dolphins. I, I think this offense is, uh, you know, Denver's D is, uh, you know, it's all right. But I think Tyree Kill, man, he's, he's too good at this point. Yeah, no, I mean, for the Broncos, it's like a little bit like I don't even know what to say with them because, like, I, I was a little unsure what to think of them before the year. And then I watched them play and I was like, I know this team is not making the playoffs, but I don't really have any like reason behind that. But that is, I, you know, they're just going to find fun ways to lose games. It feels like, and I don't know why I know Sean Payton's getting paid a ton here, but this just seems like such an irreparable situation. I don't know why he chose to go here, to be honest. I mean, it, it's a tough spot to be in and for the Dolphins you're right I mean two is really shutting me up I mean I'm I'm happy he's healthy at the very least and I'm happy yeah. he's playing well I'm happy he's shutting me up um you know he's certainly you know he's got weapons but he's doing some really really cool things like I, I've talked about with the timing and and you know McDaniel's definitely played a part in that but you know we saw the new play this week where they're like motioning somebody out and then, you know, they're kind of running like a wheel route and then a slant behind it. And it always seems to be open and, you know, they just seem to be a step ahead right now. And that might change at some point, but I don't see that changing this week against the Broncos at home. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the dolphins. Bringing over to a, that would be a heck of a start. They've looked really good when he's been healthy. So I uh, hope that continues moving on. Deshaun, 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 taking on the Titans at home. This is going to be another ugly one, I think. Low scoring. It's got the feel. Um, I'll go. I'm going to pick the Browns. As much as uh, you know, I've shit on Deshaun this podcast, I think the Browns are still – you know, I think that defense is going to just – as long as they're able to stop Derrick Henry, they should have no problems winning this game, I think. I don't think Tennessee's offense as much to – kind of do against them I mean Tannehill looked all right last week like we said but we saw week one what kind of happened and I think this Browns unit the way they're playing right now the way they're pressuring the quarterback um with a guy like Tannehill who doesn't move that well uh, I think that's going to be a bit of a problem um 
So I'm going to go with the Browns. I think they bounce back. I think, uh, you know, the running back duo, like we said, you know, the Titans are good against the run, but, uh, you know, I think those guys will, will be able to find some space and, and Deshaun will be able to make enough plays to win this game. It's probably going to be close, probably a floppy game. Um, Deshaun probably turns it over once or twice, but I think that's still good enough to beat a team like Tennessee, but you know, they're gritty though. And give, to, give the Titans credit. They'll, they'll play anyone close and this game can go either way, honestly, at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, I think this game's going to come down to two things um, mainly. And I think the first is like you said, like this running game against the Titans running defense, like that's going to be a big matchup because yeah. like the Titans run defense has been just amazing this year and it was incredible last year. So I don't, you know, you know, they're a tough team to run against, but the Browns have one of those, the best offensive lines and Jerome Ford ran all over the Steelers, you know, from what we saw last week. So I think that's going to be the, you know, a big pivot point. And then obviously Watson, it's so obvious. We don't really even need to talk about it, but the <laughs> Titans pass defense hasn't been nearly as good as their run defense. You can definitely find things, you know, it seems like every week, you know, someone puts up a hundred yards. So, yeah. you know, maybe um start Amari Cooper in your fantasy leagues this week but um outside of that I think those are the two main things I'm gonna go with the Browns though I think they pull this one out next game Bills Commanders pretty good matchup Josh Allen bounce back we bounce back week last week against the Raiders at home this one is in Washington though um Commanders 2-0 they look pretty good so far uh I'll flip this one right back to you Dev what do you got yeah, I'm going to go Bills. I think they're – like, I don't want to say the commanders are fraudulent because I, I do like what the enemy's doing, and I think that offense will be, like, better than it's been, and that defense yeah. will still be pretty good. So I, I do think there's, like, a, you know, probably somewhere from a 7-10 to 10 win team in Washington, but I'm going to go with the Bills. They look, you know, at least functionally back. Um, There's still definitely, like, long-term concerns about Allen and, like, turning the ball over, but, like – even in like this type of game, he's so good that like you feel like he could throw two picks and like they still probably win just because like as as long as he's still making those big plays, it's you know, at in a, in a way it almost comes down to that more than the turnovers sometimes because he can he can get himself out of it, but then in the big games you really can't have you need to have, you know he needs to be making the big plays and not be turning the ball over um in the big games, but I'll go with the Bills here. What about you? Yeah, I'll go with the Bills. Uh, like you said, um, you know, they're still a good team. I mean, obviously week one was concerning and, uh, you know, I think Josh Allen's got to, you know, refine some things, but um, they should still be able to beat Washington. James Cook's been running the ball really well so far, which is great for them. Um, you know, they haven't really had, you know, as good as this offense has been, they've never really had an elite back. feels like yeah. in the Josh Allen era, they've kind of flowed through these guys. Singletary, Dak Moss was there some. Um, so maybe James Cook kind of, you know, it's in his blood. Dalvin Cook, obviously, you know, had a bad week last week, but you know, for most of his career has been an elite running back. So, and James Cook, very good at Georgia. I believe he went to Georgia, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, he looks good. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you covered it pretty well. This team is, uh, you know, I think last week was very encouraging to the fact where it's like, yeah, there's still the bills. There's a reason why, um, you know, a lot of people like them. So yeah, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Colts Ravens, the next matchup, Anthony Richardson. Um, I'm not sure if he's good to go. I, I he, was ruled out concussion. I mean, he's exited the first two games, which is not good. Yeah. Um, that's not good. No, that's not good. No, it's not. Um, 
So I'm going to go with Baltimore here. Um, I think, you know, offensively, like we talked about earlier, like this team is better. Um, they look good. Uh, you know, I don't think it matters whether OBJ is in there. Or, you know, this should be an easy win for them and, and good for them. And they, you know, 3-0 and is the type of start where, um, you know, season looks really good. So I'm going to go Baltimore. Um, yeah, I'm not going to spend too much time on it. Yeah, I mean, real quickly, just on Richardson, my guess would be they don't play him just because of precaution and, you know, a loss doesn't hurt. And why would you risk, you know, anything with concussions with what we've seen recently? But, um, yeah, I think the Ravens win pretty easily here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Easy, nice and quick. Pats at Jets. Patriots, I believe it's 14 in a row they've won against the Jets now. Oy, very yeah. ugly. Um, they're zero two. So, yeah, this is as pain as much as it pains me to say. I, I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think Bill's got to have that locker room kind of buzzing. It's a rivalry game. You're zero two. Um, defensively, you know the Patriots have always given Zach Wilson a ton of trouble. Um, this could be very low scoring, sloppy. But I'm going to go Pats. I don't think Bill goes zero three to start the season and. Yeah, the Jets just <laughs> – I don't know if they can beat the Pats, man, at this point. Like, <laughs> they're on a – you know, I think with A-Rod, I think they'd, 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 they'd get the dub. But with Zach, the way he's fared against Belichick, I just don't think – it's a – I mean, starting against the Cowboys and the Pats in your first two starts with those defenses is just like, oh, my God, brutal. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with the Pats. Yeah, I mean, I will too. I think with Wilson, like you said, like – you kind of got to try to throw it, like air it out a little more. But like even like even that against the Patriots, like I'm a little bit pessimistic. Like I don't, I don't yeah. really want him to throw the ball that much. So, <laughs> so I like I don't even know what what my game plan would be because you you want him to because the only thing he really can do is like kind of create a play out of structure and you know try to make something happen um, down the field, but you know when he does that he's so prone to turnovers that it's really just not worth the risk so it's kind of it's a tough line to toe there but um I'm gonna go with the Patriots just because I think they're better at quarterback for the most part and maybe slightly better coached but this is gonna be a very predictable low scoring um you know probably at least a defensive or special team score like it seems like that always seems to happen in these games yeah. Um, and the Patriots, like you said, have completely owned the Jets. So I'll, I'll go with the Patriots. Yep, unfortunate to say the least. Uh, Panthers, Seahawks, next game. Bryce Young, I think, is banged up right now. I think he didn't practice yeah. today or something's going on. Um, you know, I don't think it really matters if he plays, to be honest. I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Um, big, you know, encouraging week last week. Um, you know, Lockett, the walk-off touchdown. Tyler Lockett, and he's just Mr. Consistent. Um the one thing I would like to see with them, I just feel like they're not using JSN yeah. um, in the right way. Like they're kind of just throwing these passes to him at the line. And it's like, he's so explosive, like get the ball to him downfield, let him run these routes out of the slot. Um, so I hope they start using him more just kind of correctly. Cause I'm, you know, I don't want to see this five for 40 sat line with JSN or something like that. Like he should be, he should be balling. Like he, he's got that ability. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks though. I, I just think the Panthers right now, we, we've kind of seen what they are. Um, Shaq Thompson going out for the season is not going to help things defensively. So, um, you know, Bryce Young, he, he hasn't looked bad. Uh, you know, I think he's been fine. I think he's kind of, he could honestly have the Trevor Lawrence trajectory where it's just like not, you know, 
having Urban Meyer as the head coach right away. Um, but just kind of like he needs some time for the team to kind of catch up to him and, and get some more weapons for him and just kind of let it progress things. And Frank Reich, I think, is the, you know, a good coach to have for him. And, uh, you know, I think the future's bright. Just the time's not right now for the Panthers, I think, is what I've at least realized within the first two weeks. So I'm going to go Seahawks here. I think, uh, you know, very encouraging for them last week. Yeah, I mean, the Panthers have done everything right in my book, but this is kind of part of the plan, and it sucks they don't have their first-round pick this year, but I really do think Young is going to be worth it. Um, and I think these are the growing pains you have to endure. Um, for the Seahawks, I think that was that was a really good win. Yeah. Um, just you know, both in terms of record and also just like that's a good team in the Lions who you really went out there and competed with. Gino looked good. Lockett, like you said, I think DK looked better, and I think he got hurt and then came back, but I think he looked better. Um, and this defense isn't great, but their offense is going to keep them in games. They're well coached on that side of the ball usually. So, you know, I I still see this team as probably a playoff team in the NFC, not like a super serious contender, but against a team like the Panthers, I think they should win this pretty easily. Yeah, moving on to another game. These next two, I think, are going to be super easy to predict. Chiefs, Bears. Um... Justin Fields, man, it sucks to see. I, I was really high on him going into the year. I don't know what's going on. Um, he just does not look like he's getting any better. Um, that interception to Shaq Barrett for the, the touchdown was pretty brutal. Um, so, yeah, obviously I'm going to pick the Chiefs. Um, you know, I think this is kind of – you alluded to it earlier in the episode, but it's kind of like a get-right week for Chief yeah. Mahomes in this offense. Like, they're going to put up probably 30-plus here. And Justin Fields, man, the one thing I'll say, they just got to let him run. Like, the, what made Justin Fields yeah. so special last year and just, like, you know, what we've seen from him in the NFL is, like, his legs. And, like, he's ran the ball 13 times. They've really kind of taken that out. Like, Justin Fields, like, sure, I, I do have faith in him as a passer. Like, I think he's got more potential than what he's shown. Um, but, like, dude, he ran for 1,000 yards last year. Like, that, he was basically on pace to potentially break the all-time single-season yeah. rushing record by a QB if he didn't get hurt. And you're just like not using that aspect of the game. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, so whatever. But I'm going to go, uh, like I said, Chiefs. I think that's pretty easy. Yeah, no, same thing. Um, you keep bringing up these good points and I don't really know what to say. But like, <laughs> I mean, like you're you're hitting the nail on the head. Why are they not running the ball with Justin Fields? I mean, he's so explosive as a runner and it really helps set up the passing game and you can at the bare minimum be like a top five to 10 rushing offense. And, you know, that's always, that just, you know, it sounds so old school, but that helps out and that's going to help you stay in games. It's going to help your defense. It's going to help fields. It's going to help everyone. So, you know, that's a big thing, but they have no chance in this game regardless. So <laughs> way to put it, way to put it nice. <laughs> right to the point. Right to the point. Yeah. Um, another game where I feel like the team, one of the teams playing has no cho- chance is the Cowboys at Ooh. Cardinals. Well, we uh, you think Josh Dobbs pulls a little magic? And uh, I don't, I just, I'm seeing the Cowboys take their victory laps, and I just, you know, they're two and oh, it's time to pump the brakes. Okay. <laughs> you haven't Sounds done like anything. Stephen A. Yet. Smith just joined the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I know, I. I just, I just, you know, it's the Cowboys are already getting really hyped up. They're like 14 point favorites in this game. The Cardinals have been like weirdly competitive and they've got that weird, you know, no one believes in them juju. 
So I'm not picking, I'm not picking the Cardinals. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but just, you know, if this game is a little closer than you expect and the Cowboys look a little bit weird, I, you know, I've seen this happen before with them. So I won't be too surprised. Yeah. I mean, obviously Cowboys, um, I just think their defense is just like, like, I don't see any way Josh Dobbs goes out there and like cooks on this defense with like, right. like, yeah, it's just like, like the two team who they played Washington and the giants, like those defenses are much more mediocre. Whereas like Dallas, I feel like this could get like ugly. And Oh my God. Like the pass rush against this Arizona O line is like, <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to go Cowboys obviously. Um, but yeah, I agree. Like, Dallas, like, they have to prove it. They haven't really played, you know, um, they haven't played an elite team. You know, the NFC, I think, can almost consensuously is Eagles, 49ers. And I think Dallas has earned the right to be in that conversation now, the way the defense has played the first few weeks. So I think it's between those three teams. um, And the Cowboys have impressed me. But, yeah, 100%. Like, they're in a battle with those two teams, and history shows that they haven't been able to beat them. Obviously, they beat them with Gardner Minshew last year, the Eagles, but, you know, we're not counting that. When Jalen's in there, it's been a different story. So, um, agree with what you're saying fully. Interesting Sunday night game, Steelers at Raiders. That's pretty disgusting, if I had to say. Yeah. Um, Jimmy G, Devontae might be out. He might – I think he's concussed. Jacoby Myers, I think, might play, but he's also concussed. A lot of concussions, really good Pittsburgh defense. Really bad Pittsburgh offense. What are we thinking? Yeah, so there's a lot here. This is like a weirdly <laughs> fun game because it's yeah. like you get two really, really bad units in the Steelers offense going against the, the Raiders defense. So it's like, it's just like, I don't even know. Like one of them is <laughs> going to look way better than they are. Yeah. Um. So that'll be interesting. But I think I think I go Steelers here just because they probably have the best unit in their defense. And, you know, the um, injury concerns that you touched on. And I just, you know, the Steelers aren't good. They're not really going anywhere, but they are probably going to win eight to nine games. So yeah. most of the time that they, you know, reasonably can win, they probably will. So I'm going to pick them this week. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers, too. As much as I love my boy Jimmy G, um, the injuries are just too much for me. If Tay Adams is out, like, you're not winning this game against the Pittsburgh defense at the end of the day. And we saw that Pittsburgh defense last week against, you know, a really good Cleveland offensive line. And T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith, who, you know, won Defensive Player of the Week, um, they balled out. So, uh, you know, shout out to the Steelers. They got a really good defense. Seems like Minka's okay. I don't know if he'll be active this week, uh, but I don't think it necessarily matters, to be honest. yeah, I'm going to go Steelers. Kenny, you know, I feel a little for him because the receiver core is pretty thin there now with, with Deontay out. Um, Pickett's obviously that huge touchdown. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Kenny's got a – I you know, I hope for the Steelers fans' sake. Not that I'm a, like the Steelers fans that much, but, you know, you know, it is a really good quarterback class, though, this year. So it's kind of now or never. Like, if Kenny doesn't really – show you something then maybe they move on because there are going to be a lot of a lot of really talented players available so i don't know just kind of a random thought um moving on to the two monday night games once again which is interesting i I don't know if i like it i don't know what my vibe is i feel like the start times are just like they're too close together so it's just kind of weird um i mean last week neither of the games were really like or i don't think anyone cared about panther saints so everyone was kind of just watching the browns but this week 
We actually do have two solid games. Eagles at Bucks. Baker in the Bucks. He's played really well. Um, you know, good for Baker. I, I think uh, you know, he's an easy guy to root for. Kind of, you know, his story of uh, you know, walk on and whatnot at Oklahoma and uh, you know, just kind of a gritty guy. Mike Evans looks really good. You know, the offense is like we've said, looked good. Defense, they've got some guys still. Um, but Philly, they're two and zero. They haven't, you know, better last week, but I still feel like they haven't played their best football. Haven't gotten AJ Brown the ball back, the ball as much as he should be getting. Um, you know, I think we can guess your prediction, but you know, what are you? What, what's the official prediction? I guess. Yeah. No, I I will go with the Eagles. Um, I think. I, you know, I think this is kind of like a get right game for the Eagles in a sense where, you know, they're getting a little bit more healthy. They're rested off of Thursday night now playing on a Monday. So it's basically like a bye week. Um, But, you know, this Bucks team is scrappy, like you said, like Baker's hard not to root for. And like if he can take care of the ball, like he's about you know he's got the arm you know he's got like he's some he's got something to him but he's not gonna take care of the ball the whole season is the unfortunate truth and you know both for this Eagles defense and this offense it's probably the easiest matchup of the season so you know I I I think this is probably a a, you know a, a pretty easy win for the Eagles how about you yeah yeah, 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 this is an easy one for the Eagles. Um, you know, Baker, he's played well, but he's played the Vikings and the Bears, and those two defenses are bot- probably bottom 10 in the NFL. Definitely the Bears. The Vikings, yeah, they're probably down there too. Um, so, yeah, going to go against this Philly D-line, their secondary. is. I mean, Bradbury, is he going to play this week? I mean, I know. I think so, but – Either way, I think yeah. Blankenship will be back. I, I think we'll be more healthy and going up against a much less talented team. So Yeah, no. Not that it changes anything, though. Yeah. It's more just, you know, just interesting. Yeah. It would more just, you know, add to the the, the point uh yeah. point of victory. Um DeAndre Swift, though, real quick. I mean, he yeah. really ran the ball well and good for him, man. Like he just kind of people just like stop giving him the opportunity. He's been a solid player will be interesting i mean i feel like when he has a performance like that you can't like take the ball out of his hands or move on from him so uh you know nick sirianni oh it's gonna happen oh yeah (laughs) i i have a feeling we're in you think kenny gainwell is getting right back in yeah shot yeah yeah or maybe even some boston scott carries oh so deandre's just right back down to the gutter yeah (laughs) he might be back on practice squad in like a week yeah (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> that's funny but i hope he gets a shot i mean you can, yeah. i feel like you just cannot take after a performance like that even if you know i don't think deandre so it's 170 yard rusher um you know consistently in the nfl but you know he, he balled out he deserves another shot so uh shout out to deandre swift really strong week two uh but yeah this philly team i think this will be aj brown's kind of breakout week i think he's gonna you know i think they're gonna make a point of like hey let's get him going you know he's kind of yeah. I think I saw some things where he was kind of, you know, a bit frustrated that hasn't been getting the ball, rightfully so. Um, but I think this week that they're going to target him. I think we'll see a few. I think I think AJ's going for at least 100 yards and a touchdown would be my prediction. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I feel it. Yeah. That's for all the gamblers out there. That's Griffin Sonic's pick of the week. G Money's <laughs> pick of the week to get you some money. There we go. <laughs> AJ Brown, anytime touchdown. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, final, final game of the slate Rams at Bengals. um, rematch of Super Bowl 
the numbers are, are tough at this point with the Super Bowls. 54, 55, 50, what Super Bowl are we on now? 56, 57. Last year was 56. No. I think it was Super Bowl 55. I might be Maybe. totally wrong. I'm going to guess 57. Super, I think you're right, actually. Nope, 57 was last year. 56. Damn. Okay. All right. So rematch of Super Bowl 56. Two, I mean, the Bengals actually have a pretty similar team to the the team they did that year. The Rams completely different. They've upgraded with Puka Nakua, um, the stud himself. I mean, what a story, man. He's uh, he's going to be a fantasy fantasy league winner potentially. They trade Cam Akers today also to the Vikings, which we didn't really talk about. Um, you know, good for the Vikings. I mean, that only, you know, boosts them. It, it, Madison, you know, poor guy, you know, with all the death threats and stuff. Yeah. You never want to see that. But, um, you know, it's good to boost that, uh, that RB room. I, you know, I still think. Madison probably gets the bulk of, of the carries for now, but obviously things could change. I think Aker is probably the more talented guy. Um, but yeah, the Rams, uh, the youth movement, they've looked really good. Matt Stafford still showing he's one of the best in the game. Big week for the Bengals. Obviously a huge question mark right now. I, I would assume Joe Burrow's going to play when they're 0-2, but it's like, yeah, I kind of, it's tough to say. So we're kind of predicting this one without much information, but what do you think here? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna just guess that Burrow plays because this is the NFL and this is a 17 game season, so you got to mm-hmm. play when you're on too. Um, so I mean, obviously, unless he just like is too hurt to play, but um, I think if there's any reasonable chance he can, he will give it a chance. Um, yep. so I'm gonna take them. This is a this is a big game for them. You know, I think at some point this Rams defense is gonna remember that none of them are actual people besides Aaron Donald. <laughs> Um, and Russ, don't disrespect. Oh, and Russ, I'm so sorry. Two uh, tackles, four four assists last week. Okay, okay. He's getting um, in the action, man. Russ is getting up there, you know. <laughs> he's probably like shit, bro. I'm going against like CMC, Devo, Kittle. He's got no idea what he's doing out there. Shit. <laughs> he's, he's, I want to. I want to DM him. I doubt he'll respond, but just on the off chance to get him on the podcast, I'd yeah, be. Get him on. Oh my god. Oh my god. If he, oh if he, god. if we schedule it, we have to like instant ship rusty's jerseys <laughs> yes yes um Sorry. but just no it's, i like it um on puka nakua um wow i mean really really impressive i mean we, yep. we keep making fun of him and he keeps proving him wrong keeps proving us wrong my friends i call it we call him puka nuka and <laughs> he's just he's a stud though i mean yeah. you know i I don't want to say Cooper cup is replaceable, but you know, outside of like the run after catch juice that cup has, he looks really similar. You know, he looks like a similar big body slot receiver who can kind of win on the outside when he needs to, he's a good blocker. He's like really good at, you know, finding the hole in zone defense and Stafford looks like he's played with him for 10 years already. So yeah. Um, I don't know exactly what happens once Cup gets back, but for the next you know couple of weeks, I'm just going to enjoy enjoy this ride. I have him in one of my leagues, so I'm I'm excited to watch this. But I think it'll be a good, pretty high scoring game, fun Super Bowl rematch. But I'm I'm going to go with the Bengals again out of out of desperation a bit. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the Bengals as well. Um, they got to win this game. I mean, this is where Joe Burrow makes his money, and um, you know he's going to find a way. And I think you know. I think Jamar and, and, and T had a good game last week, but I think those guys, this is probably the easiest matchup defensively that they've had so far. And I think, you know, they know what's going on. They got to play well. And um, 
yeah, you know, all jokes aside, uh, you know, the, the Rams secondary is not what it once was a few years ago in the Super Bowl, you know, when these two teams faced off in the Super Bowl. So I expect Jamar to have a big week. Um, yeah, Burrow's got to bounce back. But Matt Stafford, man, he's 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 uh, he's showing he can still do it. And like you said, Puka Nakua, um, it's going to be really interesting. The one thing I'm super curious about, not that I'm, you know, Puka Nakua, I think he's like bad or like a fraud or anything. Like, I think he's a solid receiver. When Cooper Cup comes back, if he does, I mean, who like hopefully he does. It seems like he will, but who knows? Um, but when he comes back, kind of how Puka Nakua looks, what his role looks like, because right now he's in the Cooper Cup role, running Cooper Cup's routes pretty much. So when he, you know, that has to change, kind of what does that look like? You know, we've seen Robert Woods obviously have success there in that offense. That's, that was um, who I was going to bring up. But, yeah. yeah, so it's just gonna be. I'm just gonna be very curious to see how he does because obviously right now, um, you know, he's balling out. He's also getting like 20 targets a game though. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, who knows? But shout out Pukunakua, uh, always amazing. Kyron Williams too. Uh, you know, young running back. You know, they traded Cam Akers because they believe in him and he's played really well. So. Two huge, you know, fantasy uh, waiver wire pickups that are could have huge implications down the line. But I'm going to go Bengals here too. Okay. All right. Well, I think with that, that does it for week three, and I think that kind of does it for this week's episode of Outside the Arena. If you haven't already, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Uh, all our social medias are down below. Also, make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Outside the Arena. There. Appreciate you watching. We'll be back next week. Lots more NFL, some good college football this weekend. MLB playoffs coming in a stretch. We're going to talk about all that next week. So get excited and stay tuned because we'll be back. But thanks for watching this episode of Outside the Arena.